Welcome to the SUMC podcast, where I hope to encourage you towards life and church revitalization, and am your unofficial source for revitalization within the local United Methodist Church. And again, I'm doing this podcast because I serve within the UMC, and I've seen an across-the-board issue concerning discipleship and discipleship processes. And so I seek to use the knowledge that I have, but more importantly, what I'm learning on my own journey with those of you who may have been struggling for years, or perhaps you're just starting out in ministry and might have some ideas, but you're just not sure what to do or if they'll work. So this podcast is for everyone, and let's walk this journey together. This is episode 7. It's actually 007, the way I have it. (laughs) And we're going to be talking about the discipleship essentials, the ingredients of a successful process for every local church. These are ingredients that in my reading, in my experience, and in my conversation that I see cropping up all the time. Every single one of them is in every successful discipleship process in every single local church that is growing and healthy. Now these ingredients, as I said, are in every single church and have been deemed successful. So if you are a small church and you're looking to have them all and do not, Please do not try to do them all at once. Start one at a time. Build momentum. If you start them all at once and try to do everything, you're just going to get burnt out. So it's going to be easy to get lost in some details here, but I'm going to give you an overview of everything, and then I'm going to spend the next several episodes examining each one with examples and suggestions, and maybe a resource or two. So one of the basic questions you'll have is, where do we start? And so I'm going to talk about this right now. So here are the ingredients. The ingredients are the first one's a given, worship, Sunday worship. The second ingredient is a Bible study group. The third ingredient is groups, generally speaking, different from Bible study. So maybe like a topical group. And again, I'm going to talk about this later. And then some kind of mission, whether it's an actual mission in the community, within the church, a group that does mission trips together. So mission of some kind. So again, the ingredients are worship, Bible study, small group, and missions. Now, you might say, well, we have those things, but we just don't understand why people aren't coming to church. So my my pushback is, do you have this as a process that you have named for people when they walk in that door who don't know God, that by the time they walk through the process, having done each and every one of these things, that they'll be a mature disciple in Jesus Christ? Now your answer is probably not really. So what do I mean by that? So... Let's say you're a church that most of the people, it seems like the gift is um, service, but you're hungry to know the word more. Well, you have worship on Sunday, and your church is probably doing a lot for the community, but not within the community. So the next thing you want to start thinking about is how to grow your people in the word and connect that to the work that you're doing as servants. So what people will begin to gather together to really examine the Word and then ask the question, how can we live this out and what we're already doing? Then your expectation of people when they become members of the church 
is that they're going to become part of worship, they're going to be part of the study group, and they're going to become part of the service group that you're doing. Boom. Discipleship process. Now that's way a way over generalization of what is actually going to happen, but that is your starting point. So each ministry that you have should flow into one another, should be an invitation to each one, and then within each ministry, you're inviting people into the next thing. Well, why don't you come do this with us? Or if you're doing something, well, why don't you come study this with us? Why don't you come to worship with us if they don't come to worship? Where are you worshiping? So always encourage people to come to the next thing. If somebody's in a small group but not a Bible study group, I would say within your conversations and your leadership to decide if you just want people who are members to be part of one or both. So again, each one should flow into the next. It should be like stepping stones up into maturity and down into understanding of God. It doesn't matter where you start. Worship is a given. You're just People are coming on Sunday, but you not, might not be understanding how to connect new people to worship on Sunday. Well, that's the point of being out in the community on mission. Whether it's actual events or whether it's just invitation and evangelism. So again, it doesn't matter where you start, but start where your church's giftings lie. So some churches, maybe your gift is Bible studies. And like everywhere you look, there's a Bible study. Well, maybe within those Bible studies, you need to ask, what are we doing about it? And then you can begin to come up with submission projects. Maybe your group is great with UMCOR and you guys are like disaster response and your church is worshiping on Sunday, you're sharing what's happening, but people still aren't coming to church. Um, how are you connecting the people that you're doing missions with with a local church? And of course that's a hard question with UMCOR because you might be somewhere else. But how are you in the local community making your work known and then offering opportunities for community people to join you. How are you doing that? Are you providing trainings? Are you working with local EMTs and fire people? So there's, there's just a ton of stuff to do. So begin to think about the community approach of invitation. Because sometimes invitation is just being present at different things in the community where people are getting to know you, and then invite them in. But again, you have to think this as a process. Because let, if they come into your church, the next question is, what's next? What do you have to offer them? And it's not getting them involved in a committee. That just doesn't work anymore. And I'll probably have a podcast about that too. So the ingredients. Worship, Bible study, small group, missions. Have them flow into one another somehow where people grow in one and proceed to the next. And you decide in your church how that's going to look. A discipleship, again, should process in each of the ingredients, but they should also process within the ingredients themselves. That was probably confusing, so let me say this in a different way. When you have a process, and let's just, for the sake of brevity, say that you have worship, and then you encourage people to go to a Bible study, and then out of that Bible study they grow into or process into doing uh, mission work in the community or around the world. And so now you have somebody that's worshiping God, learning about God, and 
going out into the world and serving others to get them to know God. So all the parts are there. Um, within those parts, they need to process down. So remember I mentioned that they're growing up to maturity, but down in their depths of the knowledge. So in worship, how are you celebrating what's happening in the Bible study group? And how are you celebrating what's happening in the mission field? So how are these things connecting together? In a Bible study group, how are you growing deeper through accountability and challenge? Or are you just studying the Bible for Bible study's sake? Because remember, each thing needs to go into the next one, but each one also needs to have a depth to it. So your Bible should study should be an acquiring of knowledge in order to live it out, not just to acquire knowledge and understanding. So again, it doesn't matter where you start. Just start somewhere, but do it well and be consistent and have the expectation that members of the church will be doing it at some point. Which, of course, is going to later beg the question of accountability, which we'll get into. Now, whatever materials you develop for the church and your advertising, whatever else, should follow your discipleship process. And then whatever you're emphasizing should always be at the forefront of whatever materials you have, whether it's an ad, an invitation, whatever it is. So, you know, come to XYZ Church where we're great at mission um, through and then list what you do. We would love to have you be a part of this kingdom activity. If you want to know more, you can reach us in, the, in various ways, or better yet, come to worship. Just keep it simple. So again, I'm way overgeneralizing, but I'm going to talk about each one of these in detail and give examples of processes. So if you're a new pastor coming into a church, and you've been like reappointed in July, and you're getting to know people, and you're beginning to see what the norm is in that church, um, with October coming up, you probably have some kind of uh, fall fair or a harvest dinner or a harvest party or something like that, and it's an event. So the, the things that you want to look for, right, because now if you're a new pastor, you just want to be observing, so I hope you're just observing, <laughs> maybe making some suggestions to key people, but for now, just watch how it's done. Participate in it. See how they do it. If there's no advertising to the invitation to the church, note that. If there's no invitation to a small group, note that. So what are, basically what you're looking for is how is this event connecting people to the kingdom of God and to your local church? And begin to note those things. If you've been in the church for a while, whether you're a pastor or a leader, same thing. How are the events that you're doing, the programs that you're doing, Connecting people with the kingdom of God and your church. That's where they begin to develop into ministries, not just programs. Programs are for you. Ministries are for others. If you're a church without a pastor, the same still applies. But you want to make sure that everybody's on the same page with at least the idea of what you're doing and just give it a try. Because sometimes in a church that doesn't have a pastor, um, it's like everybody's in charge or wants to be in charge, and it can be difficult. So just sit down, remind yourselves of what discipleship is and what kind of person 
you are developing for the kingdom of God within your church through the gifts that your church has as a unit. And say, when people come here, if they walk in that door, uh, a year later we want them walking out with these gifts. And we want them to mature in this way. Because hopefully over time, like 10 years, as these things happen and your church grows and you're developing new ministers and you're getting strong in your faith, God through His Holy Spirit is going to gift you with other things. Whether it's people, whether it's talents, whether it's skills, spiritual gifts, those things will come. But focus on the essential. So again, this is just a really brief podcast just to give you the, the ingredients that I'm going to talk about more in detail later. So some final thoughts. I really do believe uh, these are the essentials. These are in every healthy church in some form or fashion or another. Um, they might sound a little different. They might have different headings. Some of them might be split up into two. But again, we're talking about a discipleship process here. Uh, membership is within the discipleship process and is kind of a, a different animal that I'm going to talk about. So we're just focusing on how to make disciples. Membership is kind of a different topic. So we're just purely talking about discipleship here. Um, I would say membership is up to the local church and just decide where you want membership. So let's say you've developed a discipleship process and you say, you know what, by this point here, somebody should really commit to the church and really step up and say, yes, this is where I want to uh, grow in my faith and make that commitment. So I'm trying to leave out a lot of details on purpose to give you the whole picture. And then we're going to go into the details of this. So again, I really do believe these are the essentials. Everything else flows out of these ingredients. So I'm going to be exploring each of these in subsequent podcasts for now. Stay tuned, stay alert, and press on. For next time, episode 8 is the discipleship plan. Where do you start? And we're going to start looking at the ingredients one at a time. So, see you in a couple weeks. God bless.